Hi friends, welcome to the Imago Day podcast, brought to you by Redefining Table, a collaboration for empowering women. We're your hosts, Mo and Jay. We are a different type of dialogue, an authentic talk collaboration. So join us at the table. We saved you a seat. I'm excited to be at the table. So for those of you who don't know me, I'm Lynette. Um, By day, I'm a family nurse practitioner. I obtained my master's of science in nursing 2018. So last year, this time. Let's go. And I'm super passionate about, I like to couple it in three M's. So medicine, missions, and ministry. Mm -hmm. Real passionate about those things. I am a mom of a crew. Okay. We have a blended bunch of blessings because they are a blessing. Wow. Hallelujah. And uh, so there's a crew of seven in our in our family. And Praise so life God. is always exciting. Yes. You know, work is fun. Life is fun. Never dull moment. Hey. Never dull moment. Jay, how are we feeling today? We are good. We are out here. We're out here. We're so thankful and grateful that you have joined us uh, on today. We are going to jump right in it. So we are in the season of Christmas, holidays, all that fun stuff. There's a thing, a real thing, mm-hmm. called SAD. Mm-hmm. That acronym stands for Seasonal Affective Disorder. Miss mm-hmm. Franklin, share a bit about what that means in the medical field. What jumps out to you when you first hear that? Yes, yeah, so season feelings, when y'all were doing this talk, I was like, this is right on time. And I was <laughs> like, it's like, Mo. Just think about this, you know, sometimes people around this time, especially in Chicago, feel like they just feel sad around this, around the holiday seasons. And I was like, well, it's important to know if you're feeling sad, are you really sad or is it legit S-A-D, sad, meaning serotonin affective, I mean, seasonal affective disorder. And so what that is, is um, being in Chicago, it's a lack of light. Okay. So Mm -hmm. with the season changing and the turn back of time, around the winter times, it's more gray in Chicago. Yes. Lack of light. Lack of light means your skin doesn't get vitamin D, and that's how it produces in your body. And lack of that means less serotonin, which is your happy um, which is your happy hormones and hormone hormone that um, produces memory, okay. uh, produces oh, the opposite of depression and anxiety, that calmness, that focusness. So you you don't produce that as much either because that is often brought about by sunlight. By sunlight. By sunlight. And uh, Chicago is, is just notorious for that. So we call it winter blues. It's called sad season, seasonal affective disorder, winter blues. But it's important for... Us to recognize that if it's that, if you're feeling literally depressed, slow, unfocused, you're feeling anxious mm, around this time, as opposed to are you just feeling like, oh, I just feel sad around this time. Okay. So, you know, when you How know, do we differentiate? How do we, how can we discern the difference between sad and sad? And being sad. And, sad. <laughs> <laughs> and like capital, capital S-A-D. Right. So... It happens when season changes. So if it's around this time every year and you just can't pinpoint it, I'm just sluggish. I'm just slow. I feel unmotivated. I feel 
like I don't have drive to do the things that I normally do with passion and with intentiveness, uh, you know, um, intentionality, I'm saying. Um, when you feel those type of things, then you probably know it's a little bit something maybe chemical. Okay. And not just maybe you thought about a, a situation and it made you kind of get moody and, you know, mm that situation bothered you. Maybe you had a conversation with your girlfriends and you're like, yo, I don't like that topic. It kind of upsets me in my insides, you know? Mm. Then then you're just sad. Sure. But when you're having, it's affecting your sluggish. everyday life. You're sluggish. Yes. Your activity of daily living, we call it in the medical field. Okay, say that again. So it, when it affects your activities of daily living. Of so daily living. Wow. say this, when your girlfriends come over and they're like, Jay, uh, you look like you ain't showered today. <laughs> Why you got the same clothes on you had on yesterday? Hello. And you're just feeling... <laughs> Unmotivated. Yes. Like, I just don't care. I don't care. I'll sit in these PJs all day long. Now we do have moments where we feel like that, like yes. where you just feel like a weekend I don't want to do. Mm-hmm. But those are often intentional moments. Like, I am purposely chilling okay. as opposed to when you're affected by seasonal affective disorder is I can't. I can't. So I'm finding it like, hard. You, like some people say, you can have a day or two, but you can't have a whole week or a whole month. Let's go. So that's the difference. Like, one day, okay... Yes. Your activities of daily living. You got to go to work. And you can't be nasty to people. You got to be awake. You got to be focused. Yes. With seasonal affective disorder too, you you go down the line, it affects your memory. Mm -hmm. Why? I like what you said there because that's something that is not really talked about. It affects your memory. Okay, I had so many of those moments. Okay, confession session. Come on. We are notorious for those. A confession <laughs> session is where you get find, real. get real, you find a trusted group of people. Trusted. I, I do know that mm. this is broadcasted for the whole world to hear, <laughs> uh, but be, because I am, I am a very intentional person, I will share a bit of my confession session because whatever you bring out to the light you know, they don't have, have power. They don't have power over you. So, in conversation with my best friends, um, <laughs> I did share that. I shared I am going through a funk. It's a funk. I don't know really how to pinpoint it or what's going on or what's happening. And uh, my girlfriends mentioned vitamin D. Miss Franklin confirmed it. And as I sat and prayed about where my heart space is, I think it's a very important conversation to be had that although I have direct connection to my source, mm-hmm. does not mean that I am exempt yes. of going through real things. Absolutely. Real, possibly, momentarily, because that's what I'm confessing, <laughs> um, disorders yes. or a lack of what we're talking about today vitamin d or exercise or Mm -hmm. what the natural things that help us produce that good serotonin yeah so i think that's that's exactly it it. sometimes you you know you you feel like when i come to christ then i'm not supposed to have these things and so because you're not supposed to have it there becomes a shame of identifying it right so people don't go to you know they don't go and have a confession session with their sisters because then they think well i'm supposed to have christ i'm supposed to have the joy of the lord it's supposed to be my strength and i don't have no strength i have no joy right now so something's (laughs) wrong with me but that's not true Mm. uh i think one of the key things that you said too is that you have a confession session with people you trust yes because one of the ways to combat sad is talk therapy talk therapy sometimes you have to say it so you understand and can pinpoint this is i am identifying it like you said 
When it's identified, anything that has a name has to bow to the name of Jesus. Come on, see, that's why we have it here. But can I say it on, like, uh, even a different level? Because we see, like, leaders, like, we have that whole altar or stage thing Mm. that just because they're up there that they're exempt from being human or feeling or all that stuff you're i bet you're even more prone to it because wouldn't you say like the enemy would attack you even more so and we have this like tendency to hide it because we think that people are looking up to us and that kind of gets you more into the sads into the feels because then you're trying to become something you're not Mm. and then you're overproducing overbuying over Mm. everything and then kind of killing your insides that is so good jay that's so good because we do have that tendency to supplement what could be the real deficit with things that either we find very comforting like food yes or like what jay's saying shock Overbuying, overbuying, or like me, really like wanting to stay stuck to my bed. Mm -hmm. And that's a true statement. I think that my being able to function as a mom, as a leader, as an activist, as a movement maker and shaker, that a lot of my activities keep me going. Yeah. Of course, my source is my time with God every day. I, that is an uncompromisable. Even if I am feeling bogus, Absolutely. I cannot mm-hmm. function without it, even if it's five minutes. Because I know that if I don't have that at least five minutes of, and I say that very loosely because mm-hmm. it's never five minutes for me. Right. But to each Praise his own, God. if it's your five minutes, it's your five minutes. Own that. Own that own five, five minutes. You know, own your five. For real. For me... I know it's a lifeline, even if I'm feeling very capital S-A-D and small caps S-A-D side. And so, like, confession session. So, I'll read to you guys, be open and honest, Mm -hmm. my entry for today. Let's get it. All right. This is very... We're going real. We're going very real. As real as it gets. You're welcome. You're welcome. All right. Abba, I am not well. There's a fog over me, a haze, a heavy weighty hovering. I wiggle through it and fall hard, struggling to relax or release in it. It feels like an oppression, heavy like depression, ugly like spiritual warfare. I figure it's my health. I've committed myself to Advent, yet here I am, struggling hard. I need a breakthrough. And Spirit, would you go on my behalf and intercede for Mm. me? I need you deeply. And I am overwhelmed. I need you in this season of sad. Would you meet me? Wow. Talk therapy. Today, I went with a few of my friends. We're having this coffee tour. I think it's pretty awesome. (laughs) My cousin Taina. Yes. (laughs) Shout out to my cousin Taina who just launched her blog, and I'm really excited about that. And really what it is is once a month, joining some friends, touring the different coffee shops of our beautiful city here in Chicago. Yes. And as I sat there with them, and I had a moment of vulnerability, talk therapy, Mm -hmm. I sat through it. I shared a bit of where my heart was. 
what I'm feeling, the, the, the goal is to highlight a high and a low. A high, okay, what am I happy about right now? A low, what is what am I feeling low about? Mm-hmm. Because although we get together and talk, let's not make every conversation a, a bashing session or yeah. a woe is me. No, we have to get to a place where we're releasing into the universe, allowing the spirit to do what it needs to do, and then moving us to action. Yeah. Right? Like That's Bianca right. Orloff, I, I always have a probably She's hard amazing. time. Bianca Juarez, that's what's easier for me. She talked about in her book, How to Not Make Your Life Suck, is when you're going through a thing and you feel like, what am I supposed to be doing? Just do something. Just work. Work your way through it. So I pushed my way to Chicas y Café today, this coffee tour, and I was able to have the talk therapy like Annette was sharing and be open and honest about what what was in my journal entry this morning and sitting with you ladies here today admitting that all of us have yeah. these moments of what feels like sad. Yeah. And and I, I I can try and guess what it is. I there there are elements of me that I do feel a bit sad about. But how what am I going to do now? Now that I've identified, what can I do now? Yeah. So perfect. So you have talk therapy. That's one one way one way to treat it. So coming from also the medical background, you have medication. Sometimes people may experience, so it could be seasonal, but it could also be maybe you're in a sunny state of California and you're like, yo, I feel like this. And we have sun all the time. Chicago, this is an interesting fact, y'all can Google it, but we literally have a limited number of days that we see the sun. It has the least amount of days that we see the sun. Wow. Literally. Hmm. So it's not surprising or when you see your doctor, this is not something that's wrong with people. You're not broke or it's not because your lack of prayer life or it could be it's just levels it's a, you're, you're in a body yes and you possess a soul and yes. you know you have a spirit and so you have to take care of this body so talk therapy one way to get through it to recognize these symptoms and and identifying it another way to treat it is uh medication mm-hmm. now the thing i like to caution around medication you touched on this a little bit let's talk about it so i'm all for it You know, some people you have a chemical imbalance and maybe you need it. Yes. I say the issue that comes with medication around anxiety and depression is when you are taking this medication to cope and to avoid dealing with the root issue. Say that again. Yes. So when you take medication to cope Cope. and avoid dealing with the root issue, then that's when medication is a problem for you. Yes. But medication is sometimes with the um, when you, if you're thinking if you're going through this seasonal affective uh, disorder, this depression, and you're it's hard to think clear. So you're in a fog. Sometimes people do need medication to clear that fog up. Say that. So they can then develop the plan. It's important that we talk about that because yes. in in the church, it's da- it's it's. There's a stigma. There's a stigma. So, okay. Yeah. So, it's okay. So, here, this is what I like to say, you know, when people ask my opinion about medication or if I were to prescribe it or diagnose folks, all for you taking it. If for some reason you can't get ahead doing the real work. Okay. Okay. So, if you're having a problem, like some people deal with anxiety where they have instant panic attacks. Yes. Those folks, man, no, we need to get you on something so your mind could be clear so you can figure out how to go deep. That's mm-hmm. so right? good. That's so good. 
Now, here's the thing. Tell us. A lot of our culture, I feel like westernized culture, America, a lot of folks want this, right? They want to take the pill and it to be done. Come on. They want to take the one shot, be skinny. You know, uh, I get the lottery and the I all fix. my problems. The, the quick fix, right? The, the microwave uh, society that we have. Mm. The problem with that is when you take the medication, it does not negate the fact you still need to do the deep you work. You still need to the do it. The real issue. Yes. You still need to do it. Yes, and the do. hope is that as you're doing the deep work, while the medication is suppressing your body a little bit so you can function mm-hmm. in life, mm-hmm. that eventually your your deep work will be overcoming the, the need for the medication, okay. and then you're free. And then you're free. Yes. That's the goal. Thank you for sharing that because as believers we have to be open to science yes we have to be Mm -hmm. open and submit it to the will of god yes there's an order for everything right and so we have these professionals that know but also are under the covering and fear of the lord Mm -hmm. and can lead us in directions that really help break the freedom the real freedom the real not the the medication induced the quick fix. Yes. So here's the other thing. So coupled with that, so now we have talk therapy. Boom. Okay. Maybe those of out there that maybe need medication because life is hard. You're a mom or you know, you're you just got you're juggling a lot of things. Maybe you're a CEO, maybe you're the owner of your business, you're the entrepreneur that it's just a lot and you need to function. You need to do be able to do your activities of daily, daily living. Routine, daily you need to do it. So when you say you have the medication, again keeping in mind what I said before then comes in, Jay, we kind of talked about this a little earlier, the cognitive behavioral therapy. Talk about this, please. So, Romans 1, 12, 1, right? So, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, okay? Yes. The medication suppresses the body for a little bit. Okay. So, then the spirit can talk to the soul. The spirit can talk to the soul. And the soul consists of your mind, your will, your intellect, and your emotions. Come on. Okay? And when your spirit talks to your soul... And your spirit is what connects with God, Mm -hmm. right? So your spirit talks to your soul and reminds you of who you are. Mm -hmm. Reminds you of what God says. Reminds you of what good stock you're made of. Come on. And that starts to renew your mind, right? And so as you're renewing your mind, again, that deep work, Okay. What, 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 why are you sapping on this time, the right? Roots, the the root, it gets to the root. It starts to bring that to the light. Yes, maybe, yes. and it could be something happened around this season. Maybe it's a trauma. a trauma. It could be just physically that you are a person that needs sunlight, mm-hmm. you know, and you need these things. But whatever it is, you start renewing the mind, renewing. right? And you start coming, you know, you're doing that cognitive behavioral therapy. We're identifying where's the deficit. Mm-hmm. What, what are you filtering? What's the issue? What's the issue? What are you filtering what you're seeing through that's affecting your thoughts? Yes. You know? Yes. Um, or how we're covering up that issue, like with the overbuying, the overeating, the Drinking, binging on binging. shows. I was going to say that. You were in my head. The binging <laughs> of Netflix. Yes. Uh, whatever it is. Yes. Exactly. Whatever it is. So then when you start renewing your mind, then the real freedom comes in because now you can put practical things in place. If you know you're affected by this, then practically I can put things in place okay. to, to, over, to overcome this. So I'm doing the deep work. And I know this is my issue, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I, I'm able to recognize my triggers. Yes. What's my trigger? Uh, you, you, and then also able to recognize it further from sending yourself into a hole. So I want to say this really quick. Serotonin. What it helps? It's what serotonin does in the body, right? It regulates your mood, mm-hmm. social behavior, appetite, mm-hmm. and digestion, mm-hmm. sleep, memory, and your sexual desire. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Tell us. So. 
serotonin, when you're experiencing depression, it's a lack of serotonin in the body to okay. do these things. Mm-hmm. Serotonin can't really be replaced by food. It's a chemical reaction. It's a chemical how reaction. How do I, how do I produce serotonin? It's like a power plant. I have to make power. Yes. So act, active. I yes. have to get active. active. Light therapy. I mean, I need light. It, it speaks to the chemicals in this body that we're in, this mm-hmm. earth suit that we're in, yes. and and produces this thing to regulate our mood. Mm. So um, as you're doing the deep work, you realize, okay, what's affected? What's affecting my body physically? You're dealing with the soulish realm, mm-hmm. the mind, the will, the intellect, the emotions. You're choosing your thoughts. I'm going to think on these things. The yes. word says mm-hmm. that, right? That's the word. Choose mm-hmm. what you're thinking on. Choose to filter what you're seeing okay. that will affect your emotions, yes. right? Choose to filter that through the spirit, what God says. The truth. The truth the of truth. God's word and who God says you are. I would say, like, because I do battle with anxiety. Okay. So I know when I'm getting a case of the sads. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, like, I'll feel it. I'm like, okay, I'm a little, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm having the feels today. Mm-hmm. So my process of it is, like, okay, I think I need some sun, and I need the sun. Like, oh, okay, Christ. Excellent. So excellent. I get my time in with Christ at a little bit more than usual. Then I know I need to push myself to go out, whether it's walk the dog, whether it's um, go visit a friend. Yeah. And I would say, like, because I'm an introvert also, like, I know that I need to push myself into community. Okay. That's good. So, That's good. like, because community yes. is going to bring up serotonin levels, too, from mm-hmm. what I learned. Like, pushing yourself into environments yes. that are healthy, because not all environments are good, because some truth. of them can be triggers. Yes. Um, and also with that, like, I recognize my triggers. Yeah. So during the holidays, as a single woman, there's yeah. all these Hallmark videos. Sure. And you're just like, so I, I just need a, I just need that. <laughs> but one person right now. And so right. you're just like in the feels even more. Sure. So I'm just like, all right, God. Okay, so I know that I need to not watch Hallmark. Yep. Yes. Yep. <laughs> I know that I need to not be alone in the house at this time I know that I need to involve myself in community and even more so into like your faith community your church like push yourself to an extra service or push yourself to an extra bible study get your girls around and stuff like that so I know like it's the hard way of learning because then you're in these like holiday parties and you're just like alone and you're just like (laughs) I saw that Hallmark movie today and you're just like oh my god (laughs) so I know like now, after so many trial and error, I know that I have to basically uh, involve myself more in community, yep. okay. make sure I'm going out, make sure I'm eating like yes. healthier. That's yes. good. And it's, it's all rooted in the, the battle with anxiety, but also like it comes even more with the holidays. And yes. it's even proven like yeah. the holidays, like you're going to, it's more... It's a plain field of more triggers. You just got to, you have to identify your triggers. And you do that with the word, like she was saying, like connecting your soul to your spirit. And then God actually reveals that to you. you, Because I recognize when I'm praying, I'm like, okay, I know singleness is it's going to be a, a, a issue for me during this holiday. Mm-hmm. Okay, how do I combat that? I know maybe I've lost somebody in this yeah. time. How do I rewire my brain to think this is not a sad time. We're going to remember and celebrate. Yes. That's and so good, Jay. Yeah, like mm-hmm. you got to identify these things because you can't just... If you throw yourself into the holidays, yes, it's a great time, but also it could be a very devastating yeah. time if you don't do it the right way. If you don't, yeah. And these are safe. That's so good because it's safe. You've identified it and you've got safe 
coping strategies, how exactly. to deal with it. It's almost like when the seasons change, you don't just walk outside in shorts. You have to put on extra clothes. Yeah, you know, it's, you have to dress appropriate for the season. And so dress appropriate for the, the Bible season. Says that. No. The Bible says put on your new nature you know, every day. Yes, on. that's put the it word. on. Tell put us. it on. Recognize it and dress appropriately. So tell us, talk to us a bit about triggers. Mm. How do we take the trigger and let it be the spearhead or the identifier? We identify yeah. towards the healing because we don't want to stay triggered yeah. for the rest of our lives. We want freedom. Yes. Talk to us on that. So this is good. This is perfect time for the holidays too, right? Because you're going around families and most people try to use that excuse. I'm triggered by all y'all. Yes. I don't want to see nobody. You're, you know? trigger, you're, you're triggered. triggered. And this is my mental health. Is that I'm exactly. It's my anxiety talking right now and I'm triggered by you. So no, we got, oh, Mary, we got to stop doing that. Yes. Like, So yeah. we have to come back, right? And I think part of the deep work is that once you realize, it is realizing what the trigger is, but it's realizing how to manage it. To because manage we're not going to be held bondage okay. to these Combat triggers. It. That's it. You know what I mean? No, we're free. We're free. We're free. Okay. And, and God, his intention is for us to be free in every area. Okay. So you don't want to be in bondage and say, I know what that is. That's my trigger and I can't do it. Mm-hmm. Now you want to be smart about it. I'm saying if you're in the midst of struggling to get over, it's almost like addiction. If someone's in the right. midst of struggling, getting over alcohol or um drugs or porn whatever your addiction is you don't want to uh, indulge yourself in it right to a degree right in that environment to be in that environment but um there is a part where you're able to uh there's a part in in recovery okay where you're able to move past Mm -hmm. you identify that this is a trigger but it doesn't hit the same it doesn't hit the same where you've been removed or you've done a work that's been deep in cultivating, renewing your mind and your thoughts and how you filter this thing that when you walk in the room, it doesn't affect you. Affect you. Like, because your body goes through real changes, right? Oh, it's that's real. a real it's thing. It's science. Yeah, it really is. It's like, real. your body feels it so it doesn't hit the same. That's yeah. what you said. I don't, right? Yeah, that's the best I can say it. Yes. Can I say the science part of it? Absolutely. Like, I learned this in that one medical class I took. <laughs> <laughs> It's called, uh, there's a process called neuroplasticity. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tell us, and Jay. that's rewiring your brain. Absolutely. Dr. So, Dr. Caroline Lee, yeah, which if you're not following her, you should. She's awesome. Come on. And but. she, and so neuroplasticity is the process of the way, uh, rechanging how you think something. So mm-hmm. if I think that cats are evil and they're going to kill me every time I'm around them, my brain is going to always think that and I'm going to get anxiety around a cat. Yes. But if I rewire my brain, so how do I do that? I change the way I think about this Absolutely. cat. This cat has no power over me. Okay. This cat is small. It's very like helpless, whatever. I have more power than it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then I start thinking that every day doing the work to think that. Absolutely. Then when I come on around a cat like three or four months later, I'm like boy, get, up, get out of my way. That's like, exactly it. I love what we're saying because it's important that in order for us to really attain and live in freedom we have to do the work mm. we have to do the work it, it's not going to come easy there's and no it's quick not, fix it, there is no, no quick fix. fix anything that's worth something has to go through a process yeah. and so we can't be lied to to think that we have to sit and wait for something we have to or wait pray it away pray yeah. it away or wait for <laughs> You know, but you didn't come rescue me. You didn't say this to me. The responsibility is ours yeah. to go after our own healing. Yeah. Christ died to give us this freedom, but we have to do the work. Yeah. You know, and faith comes with 
faith, what I faith without works is dead. Faith without yeah. works is dead. So we have to activate a level of faith. Do I want to get better? Mm. Do I want for this trigger to no longer hold me and keep me captive? How am I going to implement the fact that I am victorious over yeah. this? I overcame it and it may want to rob us and steal from us, but I have the choice to make here on whether or not it's going to cripple me yeah. or make me numb. Yeah. You know, so I, I love the conversation that we're having. I think that we are talking direct and we're giving proper context yeah. to really, really take hold of our season's feelings and steward them. Steward them. So with our last few minutes here together with our friend Lynette, what would be your commission to us as we are thankful to God for our season's feelings, we're being honest and open with them. What is your commission to us to now go and do? My The commission will be like you said, and kind of how Jay, you've recognized some things. Our society kind of gives us this unrealistic reality that you can be this one day and then just right on the top at the next day. But like Jay was saying, you see the when people scale uh, Kilimanjaro or Mount Everest, you see the mountaintop pictures, but they don't show you the days, the hike, the climb, the, the probably training. altitude, you know, sickness, the yes. training of getting to that point. And so I want to say, I would say, don't be deceived. Okay. You know, James one twenty two says this. It says, yes. and and I feel like God is so good because His word can just apply to every everything. everything you know, everything. but. Uh, it says, do not deceive yourselves by just listening to his word. Instead, put it into practice. Put it into Ooh. practice. Put it That's into practice. You have work. to do wow. it. So you can't just be somebody that hears the word or these words yes. and not do it. Mm-hmm. If you want the victory, you want you want to attain to maybe what someone's overcome or get to a place where you say, I want to be able to identify it like that. Mm-hmm. Well, then you can't give up in the process. Mm-hmm. Because if you give up in the process, you'll always start over and you'll always be at the beginning. You know, just say it stops here. Draw a line in the sand and be like, this is it. I'm going to do, I'm going to do what the word says. I'm going to heat it and I'm going to put it to practice. And when you practice, it's just always that. You're practicing. It's always It's, it's always it's happening. Practicing. It's a very intentional act. And it's never that you arrive at somewhere. You're always evolving. You're always becoming, mean. getting better then. But our world likes to say that there is an arrival point. Mm-hmm. And I want to encourage you all to don't get wrapped into that. It's not an arrival point. You're, you're getting better. You're striving for progress, right? Not perfection. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, do the word. Put it into practice daily. Amen. So, and daily... Let your spirit hear from God and mm-hmm. meditate in God's word and let it inform your thoughts. Let it, the word inform your mind, your mm-hmm. soul. Mm-hmm. And in tune, when you do that, then your body's going to have to line up. Your body reacts has to, to line up. It reacts. Okay. It reacts. And because so, yeah. We have we have to put our bodies on check. You got to put, and it doesn't come from, you can't put your body on check from just letting the body check it. You know, it, it, that's not how it works. You have to, the body is controlled by something. Yes, it is. Bum, it bum, is. Bum, yeah, bum, it's bum, controlled yes, by right. something. <laughs> so you have to then go to what is controlling this body and then put this flesh under. You can't fight body with body things. You know, you have to go yeah. to the spirit and form, let your spirit be informed by the word of God. Let your spirit inform your mind, yes. your soul, mm-hmm. mind, will, intellect, and your emotions. And then your body will move. Thank you, Lynette. Thank you for always having a willing heart to share with us, talk with us, really get into the word with us, 
in conjunction with what you do for a living, how you practice it on a daily basis. I love your M's. Can you say them again? Me- medicine, ministry, and missions. And Mo. You see how that and works? Mo. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Thank you so much for being here with us. Where can we find you? Where can we get yes. in connection with you? That So follow me on Facebook. There is a nurse net page. You can go and like that on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And on Instagram, you can, uh, my handle would be N-E-T-T-E underscore R-N. So net R-N. And it's a lot of good stuff on there. Yes. Aww. Yes. Thanks thank for you. having me. Too. Yes, so, absolutely. Thank you so much. Jay, would you do us the honor in closing us in prayer? Yes, we need it. (laughs) Hallelujah. (laughs) Praise God. Abba, we come before you. We just thank you for this time with Lynette and our listeners, Father. We just ask you, God, that as we enter into the seasons, Father, we ask you that our minds and our hearts and our bodies would be present in everything we do this holiday season and that we never lose focus that it's about you, Father, that we would learn to love on others as you have loved us, that we would put these uh, things that we talked about into practice, Father, that we would recognize that the miracle is in the discipline, it's Mm. in the work, that we have to put it into work, Father. We ask that you would do great things in this holiday season. We ask that families who were not talking to each other would talk to each other. We ask that people who have lost people, that they would grieve and also receive your peace this season, Father. We ask that we would not receive the spirit of comparison, Father, and that we would just be present in every situation. We thank you for this great talk, and we ask that you be with each and one of our listeners and our our guests, Father, and we just thank you, God, for this opportunity to speak on these things, Father, and we release that they no longer have power over us. We thank you for this time together, and we just praise you in advance for what you're about to do in each and one of our lives, Father. Amen. Amen. sickness i mean we're in a sinful world and you know your body's susceptible to these things but think about the times where you are pressed with anxiety maybe you're in a moment of panic attack or you know you're pressed or depressed you're going through something how to a degree you seek for mercy from god okay you know where you don't know i i maybe can't cry out for everything but i just know i need mercy like god just help me come out of this i need a clear thought i need a clear path you recognize that you you recognize higher power you recognize that i have a need i can't come out of this by myself Mm -hmm. and how you seek him and that brings you in communion with him and and god will heal you slowly but surely but then you become to realize like how did I get whole? It's because I started getting in his word a little bit more because he touched me and I felt God. But if you were never plagued or never had an issue or a panic attack and life was normal, would you how often would you seek him? Like Paul. How was often? Like, this thorn in my side. You know what I mean? If but I took it away, would you serve me? Would, would you? you? Ser- and it's unfortunate that the human nature, that we are so, we're, it's, it's the same. It's nothing new under the sun. Like when the Moses went up to get the Ten Commandments, the children of Israel down there, he left for a couple of days and they're down there building calves. <laughs> I left you for two minutes. Two minutes. He's like, what are y'all doing? Y'all lost your mind. Because when, when, when there isn't something present in your face, I mean, this is where you have to almost show yourself. 
worthy to God. Like, mm-hmm. God, I'll seek you in the good, in the bad, in the happy, in the sad, in the high, yeah, in the highs and the lows. And once you get that revelation that I don't need a thorn, God, to remind me of your goodness and remind me that you want to commune with me. Once you get that, then you, you start walk, seeing. You start, yeah, you walk in. You walk in with but God. But could I say, you. like, if you've never been sad, you would never experience joy. Listen. If you've never been pressed, you never re- feel freedom. Come on, Jake. Come on, like that's it. So it is. I'm kind of thankful for those moments.